Hey guys, welcome to our first mini episode, episode 7.5 of Eat, Drink, Write, an Urban Fantasy Whiteboard. I am Sherry Ellison. And I'm Taylor Ellison. And today we're going to talk about uh, over our, the, <laughs> the series plotting. Series plotting. Um, so, so basically, basically plotting across an entire series. How do you plot a series? Because they all the books in that series have to be connected. And that's a common thing. Urban fantasies tend to be more than one book. I don't know that I've ever, well, I can't say I've never, but the majority of them are series. Yeah, because so, I, think, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I don't remember if we were on air or not, but uh, I don't think that I have ever read one that has only been one book. Yeah. So, you know, and, and as a writer, I've always wondered, how do you, it seems so overwhelming. Uh-huh. How do you go about doing this whole arc thing? Yeah. What I've got a slight definition. Um, it's the main concept. The multi-novel arc is the main concept that flows across all the books in your series. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good definition. Then there are also the parts of that concept that are concluded within each book. Mm -hmm. And each book in the series has to have details that flesh out that main arc. There has to be something in each book that goes towards that main overlying arc, or it has no business being in that series. Right. So basically treating it as just one one giant plot. Correct. It's like one big book, but broken down into Into definite ending pieces mm-hmm. yeah that's neat I like that I like that idea that it's just one giant plot I do too that makes it less overwhelming somehow. yeah I, I think so too well because then that way you're like oh you know we've already talked about plotting and we have ideas of where to start for plotting and you can just do that same thing I think for for series plotting which leads into my first bullet which is okay. where to start um, and I think you have to start with a central idea like what is your giant plot about what is it you know, what, is, what are you trying to tell? What story are you trying to tell with it? Um, and then, you know, find a key plot point for each book that leads up to telling that story. Okay. You know, and then kind of think about how many books you'll need to, in order to get that across, um, which I know that you have some notes about that, too. Mm-hmm. And then I have, you know, list your ideas for your series end goal or goals if you have multiple goals that you want to get across. For the, for the overarching yeah, series? Yeah, for, okay. for the whole series. Okay. Um, what's the end goal for the whole okay. series? Um, and I think that ties into the central idea of your series because I think your central idea is kind of the main goal. Like, what do you want to get across? Mm-hmm. Um, again, what story do you want to tell with these books? Mm-hmm. And then after that, I have, you know, what's your series setting and how does it affect the plot? Um, because that might tie into, uh, you know, where your plot goes for your entire series. Okay. Um, like we said... Uh, last on our last episode, you know, the Fever series starts out in Georgia and then ends up in Ireland and then ends up very different. Yes. Um, by the end of the series, so I think that the setting would That's help true. a lot. That's true. And then, oh, this is uh, one thing that I thought would be very helpful: read summaries of successful series plot structures uh, and draw inspiration from those. Um, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, you know, like, see what plots have worked for series. Oh. What's a really good series? What's your favorite series that you've ever read? 
kind of draw inspiration from those. My problem with doing that is, like Cresley Cole, she's one of my favorites, <laughs> and every time I try to study her, I get sucked right back into the book again, and I don't learn anything all over again. Yeah. Maybe it would help, though, if you, like, read just summaries of them. That's true. As opposed to, like, trying, trying to, to read the books read and into the book. study the books. That's true. Because I have the same issue. I sit down to read her books, and then suddenly I've read the book, and yeah. I didn't actually study it. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I have that issue, too. Uh, the next thing I have is to have characters that are interesting to read about. Um, and that will make your readers want to keep reading the series. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like less about the plotting, but more about, you know, how to keep a series going. Okay. And how to keep it interesting, mm -hmm. I guess. Because um, your characters are going to do stuff that are going to hopefully advance that giant plot, mm -hmm. as well as the plots within each book. I have a little bit on that, too. Oh, cool. Let's see. Create an outline of your series main events and place them in a timeline. Um, so I know when we were talking about plotting in general, I do this thing where I write out the main events that I have in my head and then put them in chronological order and then like, connect them. Uh, do you do them on mm -hmm. um, index cards or something? Whiteboards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> talked about that. I'm thinking index cards might work better for me because then you can move them Move them easily. around, yeah. And I know, I think I have seen uh, people do that before, but I love whiteboards because I can just erase and move it. And, I, and writing it out helps me think about it a little bit more, too. So whiteboards are just my thing. You know, and I'm color-coded, which with whiteboards, you can use different colors. I have so many inks. colors. Okay. Yep. But with the postcard, the little card thingy thingies, mm -hmm. you can have those come in different color, too. Or oh, you yeah. can use sticky notes. True, or different colored pens. And mm -hmm. Oh, sticky notes are good, too. Because you can actually use sticky notes on a whiteboard because they stick to the whiteboard. It's true. No, so, and then you can move them easily without having to erase or draw yeah. lines or whatever. Yeah. I diverse. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. But yeah, so create an outline of your series main events. So I guess like the main plot point in each book that lends to that giant plot, the okay. overarching plot. Oh, um, that makes sense. And put them in chronological yeah. order. So what happens in this book that helps that? plot move on. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, okay. I have a little bit about that because I'm going to talk a little bit about my one of my series that I'm okay. doing. But before that, the last bullet point that I have is choose a starting point. What begins the larger story of your series? What kicks off that plot um, and start there? That was like the trouble I was having with Hallow and, mm -hmm. and oh, right. Yesmeria. I didn't know where to start it. Right. Yeah, but like once you choose a starting point, then go ahead and just start from there and then strengthen the arcs of your books later. Okay. Um, because you can just you can start it, you can get that plot going, and then you can strengthen that later. Okay. Um, you can always go back and change things. Okay, so. that's true. Um, and then I was going to talk a little bit about the series that I'm writing, mm -hmm. or trying to write, planning to write. It's going to be a very long series, and I already have an idea that I want to convey with this series. And basically the world is in trouble, and that's like the basis of it. Uh, and what I want to get across is that a lot of different people can come together and work together in order to fix the world. Okay. Um, so that's what I want to do. So each book is going to have, it's going to be from the point of view of a different character for each book. Okay. Um, so I'll start out book one is uh, a girl named Kat. It's her story. And she'll have her story and her own problems that she has to deal with in her book. Um, but it's also going to be the opening of what is going wrong in with the, world. the world. Okay. Um, and she'll be the first witness of that through her eyes in this book. And then the next book will be about one of her friends. Um, and it'll be, you know, her issues and, like, her problems in her own book, but she will also advance that larger plot. Is each one going to have known the person in the other books? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, but we will usually see characters in, you know, the next books um, somewhere before. Okay. Um, I, I don't think I have any plans to just 
pull someone out of the blue. I think they'll always be mentioned previously, okay. whether that main character knows them or not. Okay. So, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Like the Cresley Cole series, you know, you see these background characters and you're like, I can't wait till she writes that that story. Yeah. So that would be a good way yeah. you know, to, to do yours as well. I think so too, because I think that'll lend towards, you know, creating characters that are interesting. Um, so, you know, like you said, if you see background characters and you're like, oh, she seems pretty interesting, like I want to know her story, you know, her book might be coming down, you know, down the line. So, yeah, that's that's all I've got. Okay, neat. Well, I kind of approached it as, you know, from my point of view, I, I'm over, I'm always overwhelmed by the idea of this long series and how to how to do it. So, right. I was like, okay, so how how do you do it? And it does require more than that panster approach, which I think I've already said I am much more of a panster than I should be probably. Mm-hmm. It, it can still be fluid. You're not you're not tied into anything. Things can change even after you've written the first book, but you are bound by certain things that happen in that book, especially once it's published. You yeah. can't go back and change right. that within reason. Now, you know, I have seen books that went and did a prequel that was able to explain something or a uh, scene that we thought, like in the Karen Moaning series, there was a scene that came up later that we as the reader had no idea what actually happened during that time frame. Right. Um, and she was able to come in and write that scene later. Yeah. And it worked beautifully. So oh, it was great. So it can be done. But generally, you got to be prepared to be bound by what happens in the first book you write, which is scary. Yeah. Because as I write one book... I often go back and change things totally in the very beginning. Yeah. So I can just see in a series that I'm going to be three books in going, oh. I could have done this. Yeah. And if so. book one's already published, I'm stuck. Now, right. if book one isn't published yet, then there's still I mean, time yeah, to change it. But so outlining, I think, is something that is important. I, I, my notes also say outline, the, outline those main events and themes. Jot down basic ideas for each individual book just yeah. to make sure that you're going in the right direction and that it is furthering the overall plot arc of the entire series. Yeah. Think about how many books, just like you said, is it a trilogy or is it open-ended? My freaking fairies is open-ended. That's a good point. That That's a um, definitely something to think about when you're thinking about uh, where you want your series to go. Yeah. How many books is it going to take yeah, to definitely. get there? Um, the Dragonfire series, although it's not urban fantasy, it's more romantic high fantasy she that's a definite three books there there is no more that i could think of for that it's dragon fire dragon tears and dragon scales mm-hmm. so that one i know is a trilogy but freaking fairies is honestly open-ended right it could go on forever and then think about the overlying theme like harry potter good versus evil is there an overarching mystery that's got to be solved my hallow and yesmere mm-hmm. series that's all about the upcoming alignment the, oh, yeah. the alignments of the planets happen, and that's how the elementals got into our world to begin with. Right. And the next alignment is coming. And so everything in the overall arc is, is about that alignment. But yeah. each individual story uh, has its own issues that are going on, but all of it is because of this coming alignment and what each group is worried about or hopes to I like accomplish. That, that so, sounds cool. Yeah, I'm still struggling on that one. <laughs> Uh, and then detailing the how, how to do this, your protagonist has got to grow and change throughout the series. You can't have, you know, them grow in the first book and then stop growing. But right. Every, through the entire series, your protagonist has got to grow and change. 
and then that actually will help you determine where each book needs to be structured based on the the changes in your protagonist. If, if you look at that and you see definite events that cause them to change, that might be a book. Right, right. yeah. Um, and I think it probably should be. It probably should be. Yeah. Uh, take a rough look at your plan for each, uh, take a plan, uh, <laughs> take a look at your rough plan for each book and ensure that there is a needed um, climax in each one because mm-hmm. if you write, if you have a book that you think you're writing and there's no climax in that one, it's not a standalone book in that series. It needs to be merged with one of the other books in that series, the one before, the one after. So you got to, you know, you may think in your head, oh, these are my three books or 10 books, right. but that book may not be a book by itself. It may have to be a plot that's interwoven into one of the other books. Yeah, definitely. Be sure to consider how and when you're going to add new characters in to keep things interesting. Like with your series, you're going to have a new, well, not new, but right. a different character in each book, which is going to be very interesting. Yeah. You're never going to get bored. Mm-hmm. You can't have your same group of people not interacting with new people. You've got to have new people to keep that arc alive. Yeah. And I think that was that was basically all I had. I've, I've got, um, yep, yeah, I think, well, I was going to say... About my freaking fairies, mm-hmm. how open-ended it is. Part of it, I mean, just the the titles of them. I just kind of wanted to throw oh, this out yeah. for my for our listeners. I've got freaking fairies, dern dragons, wretched witches, pesky pixies. So you see the theme there. Naggy gnomes. Naggy mm-hmm. gnomes. Uh, so yeah, it it could go on. And poor Beck, who's just a human, gets involved in all of these things. So it's gonna be great. Yeah, very funny. I'm I'm on the second of that series. So that, and that's the first time I've ever written. You know, I've, all of my books have ideas for for series. Yeah. But I've never actually written the second book oh, before. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I had this thought that I need to get published before I do book two. Well, right. I love this series so much. You're I, willing to just go yeah, ahead. And I couldn't stop do it. writing because I want to know more about what Beck's going to do this time. Yeah. Neat. But that was our mini. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, come check out us on our social media. It's all out there. Please visit our Patreon, patreon.com slash edwpodcast. We could use your help. Feel free to send us some emails. If you have ideas for series plotting as well, or you found things that have worked for you, or if you want to know anything more about what we talked about, send us an email. We're happy to answer. So, Thank you.